conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Well, you may remember during the pandemic, I'm talking about the COVID-19 pandemic, how important research suddenly became into viruses, how they move into diseases, how they affect people in different ways. Now, the European Union has given a big grant for epidemic research to the, to the Stellenbosch uh, University Center for Epidemic Response and Innovation. is run by, and I'm sure you'll remember him well, Professor Tulia Dolavera, one of the people, uh, usually the first person, who discovered new variants of COVID-19 in Southern Africa. Professor de, de Oliveira, good morning and thanks for your time. Hey, good morning, Stephen, and good morning to your listeners. It's a nice amount of money. Um, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to spend it on? I mean, obviously, the EU wants to back uh, 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 p- uh, people who are researching a proper response to epidemics and pandemics. Where do you think uh, we need the money? To, where, where are you going to plan to spend the money now? Okay, thanks, Stephen. Yeah, it is. It is a good award. Yeah, but but it's one of like twenty that we have at the Center for Epidemic Response and Innovation. Yeah, how do do, do we plan to spend that? The first thing is that this grant involves uh, dozens of scientists across five countries. Yeah, we are the 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 leader of this this program and that will involve a lot of uh, early warning uh, research for example in wastewater in kenya in mozambique in south africa and dealing when patients appear with unknown diseases at the clinics uh, to see if we can quickly characterize the pathogens so vaccines therapeutics and diagnostics can be developed we saw during the pandemic, and I was amazed at this, you could watch the spread of COVID-19 through water, through sewage, really. Could that be possible for other diseases? I mean, maybe things like tuberculosis, for example. Yes, yes, exactly, Stephen. To be honest, the, the, the wastewater is not only used for COVID. It's used a lot, for example, for polio. Yeah, It's used for measles. Yeah, It is also used to detect uh, some of the tuberculosis, Yeah, not only in humans, but also in animals. So some of the collaborators of this program are some of the leading TB researchers in the world, which are not surprising. They, they, they are in South Africa. Yeah, and that's involving uh, seeing how the pathogen yet to be evolved under therapy. This means uh, how it adds drug resistance to people treated, but also how it evolves in, in, in animals, which could create new strains. Uh, Professor, again, during the pandemic, we kept being told how important research was. Um, And suddenly, I mean, we were speaking to yourself and people in your field every day, you know, literally every hour. It was such an important time. And yet I wonder and I worry a little bit because we don't talk about the pandemic very much anymore. Um, and I think there are reasons why people don't want to talk about the pandemic. It's hard to talk about that time. Um, but are we as human beings, as, a, as an international society, placing enough resources on future research, on research now, on innovation now, to make sure that if a pandemic like COVID-19 comes back or something new comes along like it, we will be much better prepared than we were last time. Is there any reason to believe we would behave differently after the pandemic than we did then? 
Yeah, that's a difficult question, Stephen, because a lot of, especially the, not only the public, but the politicians, yeah, they want to forget about the pandemic. Yeah. And, and, and it's not a very good idea to completely forget and dismantle some of the structures that, that were set up, especially for early surveillance and response. Yeah. And that's why the, the work of, of, of the institute that I direct in Stellenbosch and another one in KwaZulu Natal, it's so important because we have to keep uh, yeah, making sure that we have the tools in South Africa and Africa to early detect of the pathogens. And that's why we, we work also not only with South Africa funders, not only with the Medical Research Council and the Department of Science Innovation and the Technology Innovation Agents, but also with funders such as the European Commission for that. Because one thing that South Africa have shown, it is that uh, we have some of the best scientists in that field in the world. Not surprising after 20, 30 years of advanced HIV and TB research and that we can help the world to quickly characterize and respond to new pathogens. Professor, thank you so much. Professor Tullio de Oliveira. And you'll know, of course, he's a world-renowned bioinformatician, also director at the Stellenbosch University Center for Epidemic Response and Innovation. So much to talk about there. Professor, again, thank you. 27 minutes after 8.